Welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Journey Podcast with Michael and Ryan. No Michael this week, but we have ourselves a very special guest, the Rubes. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me here, brother. Yeah, it's good to be good to have you here, man. So we uh, essentially just wanted to get you on the podcast. Mike is not with us this weekend. He's going off and fighting bigger fish in the world uh, for this episode, <laughs> at least. Um, so yeah, man, we just want to bring you on the podcast, the podcast called Journey. So it's just going to be talking about you, talking about your journey, what got you to this point, who was nice. the Reuben? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the mystery. Uh, yeah. Some some call me the Rubik's Cube. The <laughs> there's, there's, there's many there's many sides, and the puzzle is hard to work out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, only certain people have time to they will have the time and dedication to throw themselves into figuring out the rubes. Decrypt, decrypt me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even myself is like you know, I, I'm a mystery to myself a lot of the times. <laughs> like I look at some of the stuff I do, and I'm like, wow, how did I get myself in this position? And, <laughs> the enigma that's right well that's we right. met we met you through just mutual friends um i think mike met you a little bit before i met you i met you coming to your house and um just having a beautiful party a nice dinner with with friends and it was sort of like one of my first introductions into into the auckland crew the auckland family realistically was was um was coming to your house and just like experiencing you experiencing the people around you after after living in nelson for like a year and a half where everyone was like reasonably closed off in their own form of self-expression like mm. coming to your house and like meeting the man that is rubes that has <laughs> you know given us permission to wear the fur to wear the leather to to get all dulled up yeah. um so it, it was a beautiful like offering oh you know? thank you yeah yeah i know and it was like i mean even even meeting mike was only shortly before that i haven't i haven't known mike for that long as well and and i think it was actually um pretty halfway through COVID, and um we, everyone was in a lockdown and and i just didn't care you know so <laughs> and so i was like everyone just come around my house i'm a mad party yeah <laughs> i'm not sure if we're meant to say that but yeah so and then um and and it was just needed you know and i think and that was when i first met mike and he comes around and and um, we just all hang out for the day and i think the police actually got called the next day they, well they turned up and they and um and people have been sleeping in the lounge or whatever and it was just ridiculous the whole thing and oh for sure and and then um tams and my flatmate at the time the, the police were like oh we, we you guys had a big gathering and she's like no and they're like, well, what are all the cars here she's like well they just all live here <laughs> it's just like people everywhere <laughs> but yeah that's where i met mike and yeah. um and and yeah, I met you shortly after that. And uh, actually, I'm pretty sure I saw you. I met you at Spirit Fest on a breathwork with you guys. Actually, yeah, that was like very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah for and sure. I, I remember at the time I was like, I was like, fuck, this dude is like on, like just super solid, and you know, it's so much presence. And I remember that meeting. I was like, yeah, you're a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> yes. Good men meeting good men, brother. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And and um, well, tell us just a little bit about you, bro, because you have a very unique style you've got a very unique way of showing up in the world <laughs> so tell us a little bit like what got you to this point you know where did you learn how to express yourself through clothes and even just like do you even see it as a form of self-expression or do you not put much yeah. thought into it like what is it for you it's really interesting i think um like i don't think about myself a lot yeah um in fact not much oh yeah not much at all but i've, I've i occasionally get comments like that and i think uh, i listened to the podcast with you and uh, mike talking about you know self-expression and being free to do what you want and, and a lot of that probably helped came from me yeah and i really appreciate that but i think um i'd probably have to i mean i was homeschooled and i think that's got a big part to do with it and people that uh get to know me 
they're like you, you, you're not institutionalized yes. and so when it comes to my how i view the world and everything and and rules and people telling me what to do it's just i just don't get it you know like, i don't yep. get it in the same way that i see other people yeah uh following rules and and you know say if the government puts out something and everyone's like freaking out it's like we've all got to be scared about something now <laughs> yeah, you're not... like you don't have to do what they say people <laughs> yeah yeah and it, but the the downside of that is i go i go one step i push it a little bit too far sometimes where I get so irritated at being told what to do. I get a little, I can get a bit rebellious, you know. For sure. Uh, which can come out in like, so yeah, the shadow side of, of actually we were just talking about this before. This totally. On one side you've got freedom. Yes. The other side you've got control, and, and and freedom is a really high value of mine to basically be able to do whatever I want whenever I want. Right? For sure. But the shadow side of that is if I feel like I'm being controlled by something or an institution or anyone's telling me what to do, uh, I can I can get a bit rebellious and actually just start to try and intentionally fuck people off yeah, well, you <laughs> fuck with the system yeah like and, and and like that's beautiful because not many people learn how to do that or like even see it as being an option you yeah. know it's like conform yeah it's like this is what they say so you conform and yeah. it's like it and when you well when when people are matched with that energy of like no people yeah. like like fuck what do you what do you mean yeah. and, and, and it throws them off and it's like it's really interesting even just being in like an in, in in an engineering world like they're the most conforming people i've, I've ever met in my entire life like yeah. there's there's just they do what they do and they don't do anything outside of it yeah. you know um and there's like certain things in my role in my job and it's just like they'll get me to do little things i'm just like no like yeah. I, don't, I don't need to do that yeah or like put a mask on yeah or like go do a rats test i'm just like no yeah and they're like oh but but you have to and i'm like i don't have to yeah <laughs> like yeah, yeah. well what makes me say i have to yeah you know yeah. And, and and it comes across in so many subtle ways like i remember um like a good example is when i've when i when i got my kids and you know we go into places like mitre 10 or whatever and we'll, we'll pack and save i'll let them ride on the trolleys and and we get told off for that they're like you know you can't let your kids ride on tro- trolleys i'm like why they're like it's health and safety and it's like well i'm in charge of their health and safety not you like <laughs> yeah, i'm yeah, their yeah. parent you don't yeah. get to tell me what to do you yeah, know for sure and and but people just i think a lot of people in society they're like well this this is what the rules say so we have to do it and and yeah i think um i think it's great when you can think differently but i also another thing i think that's to answer your question is that um i've never owned a tv i don't watch any tv perfect uh I've, i haven't i don't watch any media at all and um and i'm generally either working by myself or i'm self-employed so i don't have any outside influence to even you know i, I just sure. don't know stuff yeah and, yeah yeah and the reason is because uh right from my whole life I, when i when i look at the news i'm like this is bullshit like it's just an emotional trigger they get everyone to freak out a bit with something like you know earthquakes and mine disasters and then yeah. half an hour later it's like in the fireman rescued a cat out of the tree and the whole country just breathes a sigh of relief and oh, it's thanks. like it's it's just emotional entertainment for and, sure and and if it's partial truth that's all it is at best and it's like i don't i don't need to know this nonsense totally it's not going to benefit your life at all or, or even change the way that you live your life but for a lot of people it does it controls the way they live it's the controls their views and it's like they'll sit down every single night at six six o'clock to see what's going on yeah you know they'll read the paper to, to keep informed because it's like that's what they're going to be talking to people about yeah you know? but i also think at a, at a level slightly deeper than that it's actually some people need some outside framework to, mm. to tell them how to how to live their life yeah for sure know? and yep. so and that's actually um something that i think 
people that get uh, triggered by me is because when they when they keep pushing and pushing, they're like, this guy actually doesn't have any framework, any framework. to tell him how to live his life. Yeah, for sure. For me, it's, it's it's a deep intuition, which yeah, I feel comes from something higher. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and, and that can be triggering for people because it's like, what would I do if there was no rules? Yeah. How would I actually fucking show up? How would I actually live my life? Yeah. Because they've, they've never lived their life outside of a box, like outside of containment. Yeah. You know, even from when they were born, they would have been fucking put in a cot and not, you know, they probably had parents that coddled them. They would have gone to preschool and told what to do. You yeah. know, they would have gone yeah. to primary school, told what to do. Then they go to high school and they're told what to do. And then they go to work and they're fucking told when yeah. they need to be there and how they need to be there. You yeah. know, how they need to dress, how they need to show up. And it's yeah. like, you were lucky enough that your mum looked after you guys from a young age yeah totally and and you know like so between i mean I, I actually went back to school just for a couple of years right at the end of high school oh real and um how was that oh it was it was really annoying because <laughs> like, i walked i walked in there and i hadn't been to school my whole life and and i walked in and i was like well, what is wrong with these people you know like so i'd i'd, I'd walk around they're like hey i thought you were with us and now you're talking to this group and who are you are you with them and i'm like Fuck it, i'm with everyone I'm, and i started just hanging out with the geeks yeah um because they, they just weren't they just weren't institutionalized like they're, they're free and, that, and then i became relatively popular and then, and then all the all the nerds became popular for me. <laughs> yeah. I just like, but I, I just couldn't i just couldn't get with why everyone was so like just like, like you say individualism everyone's yeah. so scared to just be like no one is themselves they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, their identity was caught up in who their friends were or their yeah, group yeah, was yeah. Or, yeah. you know and I just didn't have that and and I think um, so for me it was really unusual everyone else in the world seems relatively relatively unusual to me in that until I come across people like you and Mike and it's like great friends that just do Get their it. thing and, and I do my thing and we all accept each other just living Doing life how we want totally yeah it's yeah. an yeah it's an interesting paradigm it's an interesting concept. what was your, like what do you think your mum's influence was on that because i've met your mum and i've yeah. like seen her personality and she's just like a big bundle of joy that's yeah. just like just wants people to have an adventure and have fun oh yeah you know yeah she um she, she's an epic mother like there's five of us bro um five kids <laughs> and she homeschooled us all and i never heard her complain i never saw me and my me and my dad uh, hearing my father have an argument like yep. Crazy. They'd, they'd sometimes go to the bedroom and have a have a, a closed door <coughs> discussion, but yep. never saw them fight. My dad didn't drink, anything like that. And so and and she's just rock solid. And yeah, her her I guess her life ethos is just just have a good time. Like life's about joy, you know. Mm. And there's there's periods of stress and and whatever else. And but it's like if you're not having a good time in life, what's like, the point? Just change something until you yeah. are. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I th- and, and that's 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 what I'm like. And and like the. The 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 striving for joy at any cost for me is is a thing. It's like I've never I've never sort of had anxiety or depression, and you know, like I've had moments where life's been real stressful, and that's emotionally changed the way I felt for a period of time. For sure. But I've always seen it as a transition to get back to joy. Like the objective yeah, yeah, is yeah. to just get back, get back to joy. To joy. Oh, I like that. And and I guess and I guess I've talked to you a little bit about this, but you know, I I do have a kind of a fundamental belief in. Um, and I guess the God that created the universe, and and, and that's filtered down through the, through yeah. the messages through through Jesus and yeah. that sort of stuff to, to what I fundamentally believe in that space. Yeah, 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 beautiful. Well, like go into that because it's like your dad is a pastor of a church, right? Yep. Yeah. He, yeah, dad's a pastor of a church. I, I, to be honest, I think I'm relatively unusual. Like, there's not many. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I've got, I've got to keep 
when I'm off the church, folk, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a side I share, but I, there's, there's a side I <laughs> Yeah, for sure. There's only, there's only enough. But like, so, but it's even that. Like, it's like, there's some places where you show up and you realise, like, if I be actually all of myself, this could really discombobulate others, you know? So exactly. it's not even about containing yourself. It's just actually having respect to the environment you're in. You know, it's at, at work, I'm not showing up in fucking fur and leathers and, and everything like that. And, yeah. like, when one of them seen a picture of me wearing wearing furs and at a dress-up party, they were like, well, why don't you wear that to work? I'm like, because you guys' fucking minds would explode. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm not going to do that to you. And they just don't get it. Like, are we... <laughs> I was out... Um, I was out at some markets yesterday and I found this full length uh, sequence uh, what was it sequence you know those glittery things yeah red dress with a, with a slit right up the side um, like Jessica off Roger Rabbit just yeah. like that and I, and I, and I tried on there's heaps of people in this place and I was like and I was, I was with a friend and she was like go check out the mirror I was like yeah 100% so I straight out there instantly like, every, like everyone's just taking photos and like the guys just drawers drop and it's like well, who gives a fuck? Like, a man can't wear a, 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 a red sparkly, like, ball dress with a slit on the side, you know? So, yeah, there's, there's that, that, that kind of side that um, sure. I wouldn't rock up the church for it now. No, no. <laughs> Shit, no. Um, but, but, so what I what I did uh, quite early on is, uh, I think I was about maybe 13 or 14, and, and I just got to the point where my brain was starting to grow, and I was like, uh, there was stuff that was irritating me about church, right? Mm. And, and about, about particularly the message and stuff. <coughs> And I thought, I, I really love a lot of this, but there's stuff that's irritating me. So I want to get to the bottom of what it is so mm. that I can keep going to church the rest of my life and yeah. not have a problem with it. Yeah. And what it was is separating what I would call religion from relationship. Ooh, okay. Um, and so religion is what, what men do. They take something that was beautiful that Jesus created and God created, and they, and they put their spin on it, which is the rules and the, and the regulations. The control and the aspect. Control of it, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and humans just do that. Most humans do that. It's happened all throughout history. Regardless yeah. of what time you look at, there's always going to be people that use power as a form of control, right? Yeah. and it, Cause, any, Because it yeah. goes back to even like fundamentally what you were talking about before. Some people need to be contained. Yeah. And it's like, it's fucked. Yeah. Because people who don't have others' best interests at heart is going to utilize that just innate human need for for control for most people yeah. to like just manipulate. Well, well, they're, well, they're scared. They're scared that if they actually didn't have anyone tell them how to live their life, that their mind would just explode and chaos would reign. You know, and and you, and you, you see that like why there's a justice system, why there's a police force, and but you know what I actually think is that. Uh, they did this interesting experiment in Canada where they mm. took all these homeless people and criminals and stuff, gathered them up and and gave them this um, this like completely new subdevelopment, all, all their own houses, all their own la- uh, lawns and everything. Yep. For the first couple of weeks, it was just anarchy. People, people busting shit and lighting fires and that. And then after a while, they all got together and said, "This is ridiculous. Why don't like no one's telling us what to do? Why don't we just make this nice for ourselves?" And that's exactly what they did, and they, they they all just made this beautiful community, right? Totally. And and I actually, I've thought about this a little bit. I I actually reckon part of the reason why there's people in prison and, and people doing stuff is because it's a rebellion against the control that's on them. Mm. And if you actually took, I think, mo- well, I don't even know, but I sort of fundamentally believe that that everyone has the the intuition inside them, which comes from God, which is pushing you to be more like God, yep. which which the nature of God is love yep. and joy. Yep. And the only reason people, anarchy reigns and people, you know, do, do things that hurts other people is yep. because they've they've stopped listening to their intuition. Yeah, for sure. And they've shut off their conscience. Yes. But 
the conscience is strong and give people enough freedom and enough time it'll eat away at them mm. until they i reckon would change yeah, yeah 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 and if there wasn't control in society yeah we, we, we'd never know because we never see it for but sure if there was no control it'd be interesting to see it. well it's a beautiful thought experiment right because you you can see it as it's like the reason people like feel condemned is because like the bible condemns people right you know for a lot of it like predominantly new testament and things like that like it, yeah. it is about condemning people you yeah. thou shalt not yeah. you know don't do this don't do that and it's like well yeah, when you have a look at it like because i was raised as a catholic as well yeah, so i totally get yeah, what you're yeah. you're talking about when you have a look at like the old testament and you know um the what was his name the stuff that they read on the tablets having a mind blank uh, the, the ten commandments the ten commandments yeah. you look at them and it's like those are just basic principles to live by yeah and that most people would get like yeah okay cool that that makes sense it makes sense to live by those principles yeah yeah but even even how they came about is interesting because they um the people asked for asked god for it you know because they, they've been slaves for like you know 400 years or something mm -hmm. and so they they've been used to the the egyptians basically being enslaved with them telling them what to do and so when they found freedom in the in the desert they they were asking moses like we don't know how to live like how, how do we live and and moses you know went to god and said these these people want to know how to live because all the other societies and so he gave them the ten commandments which oh, is actually actually we see 2,000 years on or 3,000 years on looking back we see that as, as control and restriction but mm. for them that was freedom because mm. it's like wow we've got this amazing blueprint of how we can be epic humans yeah 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 but but even if you look at it it's like that that is still they're still like baseline first principle values totally you know yeah. and they're not really there to control like thou shalt not steal well that makes sense thou shalt not commit adultery okay cool and it's not because there's not the enjoyment to having sex with multiple women but it's like <laughs> yeah. it's the fact that I'm actually doing it non-consensually I'm, I'm I'm hurting yeah. someone close to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't hurt someone close to you. Totally. And and if and if you look at each one of the the Ten Commandments, they actually they actually come from a foundational place of love for other people. Yes, for if, sure. It's not about ego or love for themselves, yeah, or yeah. not about you've done something wrong for maybe making a mistake. You know, totally. or like if you if you don't follow them, you're going to hell. Yeah. But that's essentially the story that ended up being told later on, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think there was something like 400 more rules that men put in place after the Ten Commandments that and then, and then it just became ridiculous until until Jesus came and and they said they said to Jesus we can't we can't live up to the stand of all these rules like yeah. how should we live and Jesus said well there's actually only one rule yeah that, that I only one command that I now give you which is like love God and if you and he said but if you can't do that at least just love each other oh and that's and that's all he's asked and the, and, the, and they died they, they died on the cross because they, the the people that controlled the system at the time were like if people actually believe this dude then they're not going to pay their tithes they're not going to pay our taxes yeah, we sure. can't control them and yeah and that's what they hated him yeah 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 that's it because he, he yeah well he tried to take away the power that they had and give the power back to the people back to you the know? people and like yeah. it's a very similar situation that we have now it's like imagine if you actually just gave power back to the people yeah there would need to be like those commandments that people lived by or listened to because yeah. otherwise it could just turn into anarchy very similar there would there would be a revolt yeah. you know before people realize like hey we actually don't need to do this we can't actually self-govern and self-manage yeah. um but it's like one of those things it's like the people in power wouldn't allow that to happen because they've got life so sweet yeah you know so why would they give power to everyone when they already have the power themselves yeah totally and it's just like but humans are never we never we never do well when we're put in a, in a position of making judgments on other humans 
and we do that all the time. We have we had kings, we've got presidents, we've got all this and stuff. And if you look at the intellectual graph of humans, it's like a bell curve right in the middle. Of that it's very very similar. You know, yep. you've got like Einstein up here, and then you've got like people that are maybe like intellectually handicapped down here <laughs> for sure but it's like, like, how do i get away with saying this <laughs> without being sounding like an absolute dick <laughs> yeah but the the, the the bell curve it's like only a few points in it and so yep. it's like how do we honestly think that the president of america is is that much smarter than any anyone other human planet he isn't so why do we give our power to them and why do we listen to what they say and, and why do we expect that what comes out of their mouth is good for us mm. they don't know any more than we do mm. you know whereas we venerate them as some sort of like person that is somehow going to be more intelligent than us fix it all yeah, or we notice yeah. that we think there's going to be a huge shift simply because we change parliaments or governments yeah. you know but that's merely just humans just giving control to our external sources yeah. you know because it like sort of goes back to that it's like fuck, well, we don't actually know how to live without other people telling us how to live and mm. for most people they get they get caught in the trap of like okay cool i'm gonna go to primary school or go to high school or go to university maybe or I'll get an apprenticeship i'm gonna save up for a house it's, i'm gonna have a kid i'm gonna have a dog i'm gonna live till i'm 65 70 yeah. I'll, I'll save yeah. for my retirement and then i'll live when i'm retired yeah you yeah. know yeah and it's like think about how much of a trap that is because yeah. people are actually missing out the best years of their life just yeah. so that they can save for when they can't really do much yeah. you know and then it's like even in that like people put all their money away and so when they die they can give their money to their kids but their kids are 65 by the time you know your parents die and it's yeah. like they can't really enjoy it why don't you just live your life for enjoyment now give your kids the money when they're at an age where they can and fucking enjoy it yeah. and then you're actually living a life that you want to live you're not just saving up till death totally totally mm. you yeah, know that's totally right yeah, no, there, there is that, and I think, um, but it often takes, uh, well, I know for me, it took, it took me a, a quite a dramatic life change for me to really break out and break out on, I guess, the freedom that I, that I live in now, yep. and out of the system completely, because, mm. like, there's, there's, I mean, they say ignorance is bliss, like, I think with every human, there's, like, something that ticks away in the conscious that, that is, like, this is a bit fucked, but I don't really know, I, I don't really want to know, because it kind of works for me now, it works for me now, like, giving my power away to the government or giving yep. my power away to the, the, the justice system yep. i don't want i don't want to have to think about that because yep. life kind of works yeah and i know for me it took it took um quite a dramatic life change for me to actually potentially lose everything um to and i, and I was in free fall you know and, I was, and then it took me to not care about losing anything else because i had nothing else to lose for me sure. to um well be like well fuck it let's just let's just completely go into free fall and, yep. I, and I questioned everything inclu yep. including religion actually including mm. the existence of God and yeah. all that sort of stuff and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and dove, dove right in there and, and came out the other side and with a different belief system and and that and that's kind of, that's actually kind of when the you know you talk about the, the clothes and the expression and stuff really kicked off as is, is, is I just uh, yeah I just didn't care mm. I just didn't and I've always not cared much before but particularly didn't care what people people thought at all Yep. Uh, I was just like, I was just really happy just to do whatever I wanted, yep. whenever I wanted. Yeah. Um, and, but what I do, I mean, what I do care about is, you know, close friends and all that sort of stuff. But like I, family, your boys, your kids, like I see you, so it was like when you're, when you're with them, it's like they, you, they mean everything to you. Oh, 100%. And it's not like you're out there doing nothing. It's like, no, you're still providing and doing the things. It's just, you're living life your way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, and just a, a really strong resistance to not, to not have any, perform under anyone else's expectations mm, that's beautiful so yeah. do, you, do you think like when you were younger and then you grew up 
you had kids, you got married, like you lost those aspects of yourself? Yes, yes. And, you know, and I've only got myself to blame, but I think, um, I think I was, I was always uh, a very sort of open and expressive person. Uh, and I think through, you know, I, you know, this was, I was in a, is it 15 year marriage and, you know, that's sort of gone its own way now and you know, sure. things are quite settled but and and three kids three beautiful children through the process but yep. there, there's there's a big part of that where it's like uh in order for for harmony and, and stuff to reign in the, in the home and us to have like what was perceived to be like a really nice upbringing for the kids i felt like i had to moderate myself and, and, totally. and play the play the play the family man play well, the well we're, we're talking about it before the, the podcast right you say men desire freedom and women desire security yeah and it's yeah. like i even feel that now as when me and van have got married although our situation hasn't changed anything it's like we both have exactly the same jobs we're both doing exactly the same thing mm. we're both you know our our time um like our timeline throughout the week is exactly the same yeah. before and after the wedding yeah. but i feel like there's something within me that's like more deeply inclined to find and and, and do things that make her feel more secure yeah, totally, and that and that ultimately comes down. What I see is is your love and respect for her. Totally, and, that, and so it's like you chose to lose yourself so that you could actually give someone else what they desired. That's right. That's right. And um, but it hurt me. It hurt me a lot. Totally, and then uh, it, yeah, for sure. And I, and I feel it as well. Like I can, and it's even only been a little bit. But I'm like, okay, well, how can I still f- survive, like provide security, but without losing myself? So yeah. it's like trying to find that balance between the two. Because totally. otherwise, if you swing too far one way, it's just like you just end up not being yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, that, that came across my path recently. That that yeah, as you say, men's men's core desire is freedom, and, and women's core desire is certainty. Um, and and the desire for freedom is amazing for me because it's like we can, you know, go explore new lands and take a spaceship to the to outer space and just like, you know, we, we, we can be very much unhinged but and do amazing things. But I know for me that the negative side of freedom is, uh, is selfishness mm. and not giving a fuck and like, and not being considerate of other people. And when it came to, I guess, my marriage I was you know I was into that pretty young and I didn't understand things the way I do now so a more healthier way of dealing with that would have been like uh, giving more certainty um, and and more like structure and more um, more of that so that that would give me more freedom because then then it's like when when that's when when the certainty is there for the woman and, and for the family and stuff then she's she's then happy to see the see the men the the men Be flourish free. you know and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they see them come back recharged and yeah. you know, whatever they want to do whether they want to go surfing or for me it was paragliding and kite surfing I was always into the adrenaline sports yeah you know? yeah yeah totally um and, and I needed that fix I needed I need to just feel like I was gonna die once a week for me to start to feel alive <laughs> well because you were fucking killing yourself throughout the week right <laughs> to, <laughs> to create stability and certainty oh totally totally and I, and I was and oh, dude we've told told you some stories but it's like um it was like i was like i was like a ticking time bomb you know i was like just playing this like real stable dude and then it's like once a week or once a couple of weeks i just have a blowout you know mm. i was i was the loosest dude on stag dudes i was like yep. i'll go paraglide and almost die <laughs> and 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 what i realized now is just it's just i'd i'd i allowed myself to be 
too contained or just just trying to be something that I wasn't too much. Yeah, there you go. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you just need to need these huge outlets or these huge releases to allow yourself to express who you truly are. And it was just like, fuck, I've got to get all of this out in a few hour period. Before I get back to the very <laughs> chuck my suit on, you know, yeah, tie everything the up. Stories yeah. and, and nursery rhymes. <laughs> and, and, and bro, I loved every minute of us. I was a stay-at-home dad for at least a couple of years, uh, I think about a year now. And yep. it was so beautiful, you know, like, and my kids love me and I just, you know, he's got this fat motorbike now and, you know, so the, the parenting side of it was, was so beautiful, I think. But I think there's a lot of men out there that they, they struggle with going from like being free to then being, you know, contained contained yeah and, for sure and, and then trying to figure out what freedom means for them on the other side of that as well yeah so it's like fuck okay because if if they don't even know how to ask or don't even know how to express themselves yeah it would be fucking hard yeah you know because you're just going to end up losing yourself yeah and you, that's could be why there's such high rates of fucking suicide in new zealand for men yeah you know because they don't actually have an outlet to for the wild you totally. know to be men to fucking you know even if it's just like going out fishing things like that yeah. there would always be some oh well, you're going out fishing with your friends again it's the weekend why are we not gonna hang out it's like man i i need a release totally 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 mm. yeah there's 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 that and i think um also another another attribute of men which is really good is, is our loyalty and also our our willingness to want to keep the peace mm. so we're and I, I, I feel I feel like I can speak on this because I've been there and, and talked to a lot of men. But I think when it comes to conflict in a relationship, men are, men are going to tap out sooner than the woman in terms of like you know butting heads just to keep the peace because yeah. because we want peace, you know. And so what predominantly I see happening is that it's like you know there's there's his way of doing it, and her way of doing it. She's pretty vocal about wanting it to be done her way. Mm. He's just like okay, fine, darling, we'll do it your way. Yeah, you know, it's like generally, and so and so then. Their desire to keep the peace means that they, 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 in some cases, they're just like the frustration just builds. You end up going along for the ride. They, they go yeah. along and go along, and, and they and they don't feel it. They've got a voice because they've allowed their voice to not be heard, and mm. they haven't, you know, put their foot down and been like, actually, this, you know. Mm. And then for a variety of reasons, they they come to things like you know your breath work or the sharing circles, and it's just the first time they've been able to let it out. And it's just it all just comes out. Yeah, 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 totally. You know? And they're huge releases, like huge opportunities for them to just let it go or tap in. Yeah, you know, so yeah. to express themselves. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I mean that. that um, yeah, that does that natural loyalty and and wanting to have a peaceful, harmonious situation um, doesn't always serve us when it comes to uh, long term us us being the the, the the masculine biking hero men that they actually want or attracted be. to. In the yeah, place, for sure, no? totally, <laughs> totally. You just end up becoming meek. But like, yeah, yeah it's, it's an interesting one because it's like there's such a such a divide in that because women want men to be men but they also want them to be women <laughs> men just want women to be women yeah. you know yeah and it's yeah, hard because totally. yeah. it can be confusing because it's like fuck i don't know where and how you want me to show up in every single situation because you want to be strong masculine and hold it down but then you also want me to like drop in and you know come along for the ride with you so it's like the polarity isn't always going to be balanced and everyone's going to have to find their own way to navigate that oh yeah absolutely i, I, find, it, I find it really funny now like um it's like I, I hear a lot about you know women that they want the the men to step up or being their masculine and all sort of stuff and they, they don't want to be dating a boy and I, I get all that so it's like 
at, at almost every level as a, as, as a man in a relationship, you've, you've got to leave the boy at home and, and the rebellious, rebellious little kid at home because we've all got different personas, you know? Totally. And you know, you're just a, a solid, stoic, masculine man to your woman all the time. All the time. It's not acceptable to not be at all. Whereas the women are quite happy to be in their feminine, which is beautiful, the feminine woman, but then they'll drop into their little girl and have a little tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're in their masculine. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, but, you know, so it's, it does, does seem a little bit imbalanced, but it's, it's okay. I'm not, not getting too resentful about that. But, but yeah, I think, I think that, uh, I mean, I, I was, I've, 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 you know, with someone at the moment, and we had this really interesting exercise where um, we dissected my personas. In my different, per- not, not, I don't say different personalities, but different ways that I can show up. And mm. there was about seven or eight of them. Yeah. And it's like you know, and we put actually put names to them. Perfect. Um, so so you know, one of them was uh, Aragorn, the Viking Lord. And when I've got my big fair coat and I'm strutting around, I'm like you know, very <laughs> got very the cane. Stoic, yeah? um, and, you know, the, the cane was Doctor Belvedere. Doctor Belvedere, really? Yeah, he's like got his walking stick. Yeah. Like, got his chest out and he's grooming her. And then, and then there was Dick Balls, the guy, that, the guy that blows up shit. Is it like And the little boy, the little boy that the woman doesn't want. And then yeah, yeah, I think yeah. there's, there's a few others. It was just a hilarious night. And it's like, what we what we discuss is it's like, it's actually okay to have all these different sides of ourselves, but it's more like a ratio spillet. You know, you don't want to be the little boy that's an anarchist, um, rebellious little teenager, you know, or 90% of the time. You want to be like the... You know, the, whatever the, the the masculine man is that you you, you want you want to be most of the time, but it's yeah. okay to drop into that, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, it's like the the right moment for the right character. Well, right? well I know it's like I, open world theater. Totally, and I know, and I know in particular, hang on with Mike. It's like I just I just turn into that rebellious kid so quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Where's just, the fireworks? Yeah, you got <laughs> but it's perfect. That, that, that's the outlet, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. the outlet for the for the little guy. So yeah. you just have a little fun, you know. Yeah. Get a little silly and do the things because <laughs> it's got to be done. Um, I mean, you mentioned you mentioned open world theatre. Um, that, that was another thing that was big in my upbringing. Is my mum um, sent us all to drama class. No way. Yeah, and cool. so all our kids, and I, I would recommend it so highly, even as an adult, go and do it. Like I'm, I, I did a course recently where we did like theatre sports, and and it's just like. What you come to realise is that you can actually just be anything you want. Like people think, oh, this is my personality. Well, from a soul level, like your soul comes to this earth or whatever, and it it doesn't. It your personality is different to that. Mm. I, in my opinion, your personality is completely moldable and malleable all the time. Mm. So if there's something about, and I've always had this belief, if there's something about me, me I don't like. Like I used to be, you know, for one thing I used to be was a bit more introspective, which was a bit more melancholy, you know. And I still have the ability to go into that, and I love that. I can be quite a deep thinker, but I found out I just wasn't happy enough. So I was like, I don't want to be like that anymore. I want to be more shallow and more fun. And so I just, I just did that for long enough until it became normal. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, totally, totally. Know, yeah, 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 for sure. I get it. And that's, and that's one thing acting teaches you um, at a very quick level. It's like you can just drop into a different character, and, it, and after a while it just feels so normal. You're like, I could just stay in this. And why not? If you like yeah, it, yeah, just yeah. stay in it. Yeah, just well, it's just it's like the the way you see the world changes is the world you see you know right. and so it's like you showing up to choosing to see the world in a different way is going to change the outcome of the situations Good you know point, you could yeah. be going into exactly the same situation because you've chosen your perspective and be like i could walk into this room and i'm gonna you know go into introspection about the people and the things or everything or i'm just going to go into the room and have fun and not worry about the introspection totally. it's like same situation completely different outcome for you yeah yeah yep. exactly and and and, and I found that like I like I have a very trusting attitude towards the world you know like it's, I don't like my house I don't uh, I, used to, I remember I used to sleep like um, 
my first day I was, it was right beside the main road and I noticed that the windows were wide open yeah and one day um, I was asleep I'm completely trusting and, and one day my mate was driving past saw me sleeping and he just he just walks up to me and like I was asleep and just like grabbed my arm and quite quite a freak out moment but it was like I I, I, I see the world that way and, and because I'm trusting I see the world as trusting very little bothers me you know whereas you come across people and they and if, if they expect see things, the world bad differently, things happen yeah and, 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 and it happens to them mm. And I've, you know, I've never, never been in a, in a, in a fight. Like I've never been angry enough to be in a fight. I've been, people annoyed at me all the time, but I've never been angry enough at someone else to actually throw, 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 throw a fist. Because I'm just like, I'm happy. Why aren't you happy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. It doesn't and, need to end that way. And, 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 and I remember when I went to school and there's like a lot, a lot of bullies and stuff. And if anyone came at me, I was just like, bro, just chill out. And you just project that to them. And then eventually they're just like, oh yeah, what am I annoyed at this guy about for? And so, yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's like, not even that they're annoyed at you. They're just trying to look for something to get a right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's not even anything to do with you. They're just like trying to figure something out within themselves. Yeah. 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 Interesting. But what do you, I, what yeah. do you, what do you think your like dad's impact had on you when you were growing up? Yes. Yeah, so I've, I've got a lot of respect for my dad. He was, he was super consistent. Um, I think I think I, I didn't have much of a relationship with him. Like like Dad was always really good for the big things. Like yep. in hospital, he'd, he'd ring you before you have an operation, or he'd be, he'd be there if you're in trouble. But not so much on on the day to day stuff. Uh, particularly when I was younger, you know. Yep. And so I think I, I felt I felt and and I'm very much like you know my love language is quality times, you know. So I very much felt like in my younger years maybe Dad wasn't quite caring enough for me mm. uh which wasn't a problem because uh, i mean people have way worse situations in mind but totally um but his 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 way of loving us was was to just just to be there for the big things and i'll, I'll always appreciate him for that you know yep. and so he was he was really really dependable you know and so i always had the solid uh picture of my dad in my head i always respected him it's, i always like you know never raised my voice at him or never challenged him it was just uh, so no, it was it was a really good upbringing. But the irony is, is that I don't want to talk too much about my family. But uh, <laughs> some good. of my siblings had a completely different experience. They like felt very much uh, like hostile towards you know parents in, in some aspects. Yeah, and I, yeah, and yeah. It's just like I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. I see was was just like super harmonious <laughs> and super loving. You know. Yeah, perfect. It was such an interesting one, right? Because it's like, even between my sisters, like we still have a completely different perspective of my dad, even though he showed up the same for all of us, realistically. Mm. But it's like, you're all at different ages, at different stages, while while certain things or certain situations that could be impactful are happening, mm. you know? Mm. And so it's like, even for you, it's like, okay, cool. I, 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 I can see just from what you're saying, it's like, I, I can see my dad wasn't there. I can understand that. But I know he was going to be there for the big things. Yeah. And I know I had my mum for all the small stuff. Totally, and I, I think I just had a had a high level of grace, you know, mm. and, and I still do it. So well, like, he was doing big things, and, and, and like he's just doing big things, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, but 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 it's like if you if the person that you want in your life to show up for you, it doesn't matter how big they're doing it. You're not impressed with it. Mm. I was I was never particularly impressed with what my dad was doing. I wasn't unimpressed. It just like you just want a father, you know. You just yeah, you're, you're yeah, like, yeah. And and so so often people who come to me, they're like. Oh my god, your dad just was amazing. You must be so 
pleased to be his son. I'm like, no, he's just my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for you sure. just you just don't care. But what that also does do, but um, you know, as, as you said, he's a he's a pastor of church, but he does a lot of international stuff, and he's quite he's quite um, you know, he, he goes over, overseas, and he's like, you know, a lot of people come to his meetings because he's a he, he's he a powerful does, man. He's a powerful man. But yeah. what that does do is is it's a little bit like. Uh, it gives you a, a relative disrespect isn't the right word but it gives it, it it totally drops people down a peg so when i've met like politicians and you know you meet someone quote unquote famous and you just don't give a shit you're just like oh yes like i used to work in a recording studio you know we're getting like all these so-called big names yeah. coming in and i'm just like oh yeah chill bro you know you, you, your ego's up here but i, I just don't care <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not some sort of famous person to me i like it do you think it's because it's like you would see your dad for your dad and you have all these other people that come up to you and see him as such a big thing and you're like well I, I see that you see him as a big thing but he's really just my dad and you know you seeing these other big people like famous people it's like they're still just someone's dad you know yeah, yeah they're, just, they're just humans and like <laughs> yeah. And and I can and I think and I can also spot egos like like inflated egos a mile away as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and yeah, and, and that stuff just makes just nauseates me. Like if, <laughs> and, and, I'll, and and I'll get in there and like dig away at them until like this guy until they're like ridiculed enough to like chill out and get back down to it. <laughs> it's just you non-conforming again. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So I have a I have a very low regard for um, anyone that thinks they're more important than. Um, other people then yeah then other people yeah yeah and that's and that's why like i've always like rooted for the underdog you know it's like if i, if I see some dude that doesn't have friends i'm not gonna feel sorry for him i'm gonna go totally. be his friend yeah yeah well as you say it's like you at school you like hang out with the the guys that were geeks because you were like fuck it these guys are actually cool yeah yeah well you could have had that they had no ego they think too much of themselves yeah for sure and they, and they were real like yeah, genuine yeah genuine I, I was the same at school it's like man yeah. i even when i was in america like because i spent a year over there and i like i played american football I was a foreigner who could speak English because most of the foreigners weren't. Um, and I like, I got there and I was like, try, like went to hang out with all the, the cool kids and like all the preppy people and everything like that. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, these guys suck. Like, <laughs> like if everything's just like ego and fake. And I yeah. just like hung out, ended up hanging out with the rednecks and we're just like yeah. cruise around in his Bronco and go drink, drink duff beer <laughs> and, and just had like a good time. Like there was yeah. no real thought to it. It was just like having a fun time. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, it is, it is, and and what I think is really cool now is you know I'm, I'm a bit older and obviously and, and and you find people like yourselves and Mike and you know we we can just be super expressive and and do it anything we want. But you know you you're, you're very much grounded and down to earth and real and you know and and I mean everyone has an ego. We we wouldn't survive Always. if we didn't. But it's like the ego is very much in in check with with uh, being in a relationship with other people and and being considerate of other people. And, and I'm, I certainly need to learn that. You know, I have a tendency to be a little bit selfish in my own world, in my own bubble. But well, but that's the character you said you wanted to create because it's more fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, and it's. I mean, we were talking about that earlier. It's like um, it's it's really easy to do life alone. You know, I've, I've been I've been you know like single now for a couple of years. Yeah, and it's it just it just makes sense to me. You know, you, there's no outside influence on how you can be at all, but. Mm. But being in, in a relationship, even with, with friends like you guys, you know, like occasionally we'll have a few words, and and it's like, oh, this is how this is what I've done, how I've been perceived, and yeah, 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 and I've and I've got the ability to either cut and run and be like, fuck it, I don't, you know, I don't need this emotional shit. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah, totally. Or, or the ability to 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 be considerate and see the world through someone else's eyes and, and yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, but yeah, and and then it's even just like in that, it's just like 
realizing when it's time to f- create space for others in your life you know because it's like yeah, it's, it's easy to be alone but it's not always as fun and enjoyable as being with friends and other people you know that's right yeah. you know and then yeah. that's when you think and it's like okay fuck you actually have to make an effort to yeah. have other people in your life you actually have to sacrifice something yeah. within yourself or like yeah. even in a relationship it's like yeah. man me and van still don't see eye to eye on everything and mm. we never will but yeah. it's like we both have to sacrifice aspects of each other that are that you know not that we don't like but it's like that we'd rather weren't there yeah simply because of the bigger picture you know yeah 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 and it comes it, it comes to a level of like agreed commitment to each other mm. You know, like if you if you if you didn't have an investment or weren't prepared to work through it, then you, then it's easier to just choose the easy road and just and just cut cut and run cut and run before it gets <laughs> just because it's, it's hard to do the work. Yeah, 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 it's totally. Hard to do the work to stay in there, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think and I think I I probably learned that the hard way in my in my marriage and that and that uh, yeah, like there's always two sides, but but I can only own my my stuff for now. But I think what I very much did was. Um, was I became emotionally unavailable mm. uh, because it was just I just didn't want to do the work, mm. you know, and and I don't I don't after that ended I was like I don't I don't want to be like that anymore. Yeah, you know I want to I want to I want to have an open heart all the way through. And, yeah, and it's 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 kind of hard work. Yeah, 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 totally. even with friends, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's even in there. It's like man, like as you say, it's like you you sacrificed a lot of who you were so that you could show up in a way that you thought you needed to and then when that doesn't get acknowledged it just fucking builds resentment yeah because you're like man i'm actually changing a lot of who i am <laughs> to try to make this work yeah but if you're not even going to acknowledge me for that then of course it's going to build up resentment it's you a, know yeah. and then when it gets to that point it's like the best thing for everyone is to leave totally totally and i think um and and and, and it just it, for me it just played itself out in bad behavior <laughs> and um but yeah, I think that uh, I think that I, 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 yeah, we should we should have kind of had. I should have let it go earlier. You know? mm, yeah. Um, and I, but I, I, I would shut down conversations about that because I was like, no, no, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make it through. You know. Mm. But people change, and and I think and I think also what happens is um, when mothers have children, they uh, some of them change, and yeah, and yeah, you don't, yeah. And you don't know how they're gonna change until it, until that day happens and mm. and uh yeah I, I, I felt like our relationship very much changed once we had kids yeah uh and and you know and probably at that point uh we value systems changed a little bit and uh, the way we view the world changed and, and our relationship changed mm-hmm. totally yeah and even do you think the way in which you wanted to parent changed as well because obviously you grew up in a very unique parenting situation with your mum. You yeah know? yeah and and differences in parenting styles was, was big in my situation um and and it's and it's hard to you know we can we can sort of see each other and and as adults and, and not really feel like we have to change them but when you're co-parenting uh, when you're both parenting children and you you see it see situations very differently it's quite it's quite hard to navigate that uh, I bet it, I bet man I, it's like it's really interesting when when it's like even when you and Mike talk about having kids and everything I'm like I can see it but I like I still don't get it yeah. like I can, I can understand what you're saying and I'm like I, I, but it's just not an experience I've had yet Yeah, and I'm looking yeah. forward to having the experience oh you make a great dad bro I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> a little Ryan running around <laughs> yeah. we'll, get them, we'll get them into your clothes covered yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally early on it's, it's, it's so funny though when you see like um 
yourself being mirrored through them oh real yeah oh you would yeah because yeah. it's like you know even when it comes to like the way you speak to them and, and discipline and whatever it's like you know like I'll, I'll i'll adjust their behavior by things i say or do and they'll, they'll just parrot it back to me and i'm like you cheeky you <laughs> can't talk to you like that and I'm like, well actually they got that saying from me <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> heard you say that yeah, and i said it to them so then you, and, and it's like well how did, it, how did it feel coming back to me you know so yeah did you did you have to adjust I, I have to think about how then i treat them because like however how, how i treat them yeah it's, they're just like a, a blank a blank hard drive that, and, and they're just working out how to interact with the world and, and the parents of their first way of doing that mm. and and what's coming at them they're like okay project that back out yeah and then i thought what if that is giving me back what i give to them why should i have a problem with that yeah it's dope it's dope what's 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 your kids relationship with religion um like is it something you've like you've got them to go to church you've got them to understand the concept of it like, well to be honest i don't really know um i i I don't see them as much as I'd like to. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't quite have the the connection that I did. Yeah. I um I I when we were still together though I I I'd read them Bible stories every night and in a fun way and we talk about God all the time. Yeah, for sure. But I think my my relationship with God and Christianity and church has changed quite a bit too. Yeah. Um, so what when I do talk to them about it, um, like I kind of I'm kind of like sometimes they come to church, sometimes they don't. They don't particularly like it and. Mm. And that's fine. I think I think it's it's good. The next generation or two is pretty hard to get to church because it's like what they what they don't like is group mentality mm. and, and group identity. What kids do you think like this generation? The next generation, generation? Yeah, really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So so the the, the the model of the church when I was growing up and stuff was very much like the pastor guy, the preacher dude has studied the Bible. He's he's got revelation from God. He gets up in there and he, and he sends the word, and everyone's like, you know. And, and probably 80% of what they say I agree with and then 20% I'm like nah yep. whereas uh, the the next generation or two they, they jump on the internet they do their own research they fact check and then it's like well I don't need some old dude like telling me what, what he do. thinks I yeah, just, yeah, I just, sure. just read it for myself you know? yeah 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 and, ah, totally it's so interesting I yeah, didn't think about and, that and, they're, and they're pretty disillusional about any kind of group uh, identity mm, you know interesting and so I think I think you know church has changed in for the, uh, to has to, has to change to be more relevant mm. and, it's, and it's changed throughout history but so yeah to answer your question when it comes to my kids and we have discussions mm. i guess i have some sort of fundamental things which is like you know like i i, I believe that we that this whole universe is created by an intelligent source with a with an intention and, and mm. with a with a design and, mm. and 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 he's from other another dimension this thing is like propelled humans to this third dimension for us to be the experiences us to be the experience for this thing that is in another dimension yeah yeah so yeah that we're in we're in this this experience with with god yeah but we're also experiencing our own thing and projecting that back, back to, to with, our, with our senses yeah you know, we've got so, our six senses yeah for sure. we're experiencing him through us our ourselves and he's experiencing the world through us exactly Oof. yeah and that's and that's where the love thing happens it's yeah like the, the, the delight that god gets when we see a butterfly we're like wow it's like and you know god's like we're the eyes of God, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but 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 I still very much believe that that this this thing that we call God or whatever is is something inside of us, but also outside of us. Yep, you know, like sure. the, the yeah, it's both. It's both. So yeah, the Christians, um, the Christians would very much. Um, like everyone majors on something. Every religion. I've looked into a few of them, and so the Christians would major a lot on the God outside, 
coming in, you know, mm-hmm. and somehow saving us and all that. And I don't particularly subscribe to that. For sure. But then you've got, say, the, the maybe the, the Buddhists are very much about in meditation, the, the God the within. The God within, and for sure. And, and, and bringing it outward. Yeah, yeah. And, and the New Age people would sort of start to say, well, we are God, we're all God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so what I would say to my kids is like, like we're very much the eyes and ears of God in a sense, but this this thing is is, is what we then connect back to mm-hmm. that we strive to get back to this thing that is that is this huge love source. This just this fucking love ball. But but the freedom that we've got in this third dimension is endless, you know. Yeah. And and I said, but the fundamental principle is to operate out of out of love. Yeah. Love yeah, for yeah. yourself, mm. love for others, mm. and then out of that, then you show love back to God. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that, and it's like it's it's so true, right? Even having a look at it, it's like every religion explains the same thing but in their own way so mm. it's like you, when you go back to look at the fundamentals of it it, it does it, it all just goes back to love like loving god loving thyself and loving the people around us right and if every single person took that into consideration and in and, and most things that they did it would probably be a more beautiful world that we we all know is possible right yeah. but they're just falling back to that fundamental and yeah. it's interesting because I, I i always like it was interesting to ask you that question because even within myself i feel like having a catholic upbringing not say like this is self-righteous or anything but it's, yeah. it's just like it just taught me some basic fundamentals mm. and like even knowing that there's something higher above like mm. knowing that there's a higher power mm. it's like i don't necessarily practice catholicism anymore i don't go to church or anything like that but mm. it's like i have this old bible that i got from my grandma mm. that's like 220 years old mm. and like every time i'll go home i'll like flick it open and just like have a scroll through because it it's like mm. it's interests me yeah. like the power of those words and like the way in which it's been taught to everyone and projected and it's like just mm. understand that there's fucking something more mm. than just working the nine to five doing the mundane you know paying for a mortgage like there's there's more to life totally totally yeah, yeah absolutely and, and like you say the fundamentals it, it, like there's there's verses in the bible all the way through that i can just pick out that will help me through like even what you said just then the verse that came to mind was like um was that God's or Jesus is talking about you know the birds and he says look at look at the birds they don't strive they don't and and they're not fed they drink the water and they eat their food and mm. how much more does God care about the, you than the birds and how much more <laughs> will he take care of you <laughs> so exactly what you're saying is it's like why do we need to strive why do we need nine to five like if we like we are taken care of by God yes this planet takes care of us he's given us this planet for for us for, for us our delight and yeah. our and our pleasure for run the birds everything yeah and and mm. you know so there's 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 always a, a verse if you get stuck in life that that will that can help you find get relevance. It, you know? I like it, brother. You know, I even, like it. Even when it comes to suffering, you know, there's a there's a verse in the Bible that said God God will not allow more suffering than you can handle. Mm. You know, so you know, like I I I don't want to judge anyone, but I I, I firmly believe that there's no real excuse for suicide. You know, because mm. there's no matter how hard I think life can get, and I've been through some real tough stuff. Mm-hmm having that having that verse that kicks in there i'm like okay god this is super tough mm. and i'm not saying god god doesn't particularly want us to suffer god isn't the instigator of the suffering but but what i believe is that at some point uh i mean suffering is good for anyone They're like cold showers it's suffering for go sure. to the gym suffering you for know sure. it grows us and, and we, learn, it. we learn lessons yep. and, yeah and we choose it but then uh knowing that it won't be more than we can bear is really good in the moment we just yep. like i want to give up you know yeah totally and it's like even that it's like it's accepting that there's a higher power it's like even just trusting that like you you've only been dead how like 
dealt a hand that you know how to play mm. and it's like fuck yeah it might get really tough and you might not know what to do next but it's like giving up's just the out mm. you know mm. and it's like man i guarantee no one's ever their last thought in the moment when they've committed suicide was that was a good idea it was a great choice mm. you know because yeah. it would there would be like that moment of regret like fuck yeah i went a little too far this time <laughs> yeah. yeah you know um yeah. and it's not taking anything away that has from anyone that has had anyone that's committed suicide in their life because there's so many different nuances around it but it's yeah. just like understanding that fact like if you trust in a higher power if you trust in the idea that there's always going to be more for you and that you chose this incarnation for a reason that you chose the specific set of suffering these specific set of parents these specific set of circumstances just so that you could grow through it mm. and overcome it and you knew it was never going to be too much for you um then you will see that that's not really an option it's yeah. just like no this is just what i'm what i'm working through right now yeah totally Totally, and I think also like you know I've had a few near death experiences which yeah. when you when you kind of if you've ever had one and you get to that point where you're like uh, you think you're gonna die like you really think you're gonna die and then you and then there's this point where you just have complete peace about it when like the fear stops you're just like okay fine I'll just die now um, and then and then it's zoom back in the body back in the body <laughs> but it's like it's it's like then you, then I just have this sense that. Um, this, this this life is going to be amazing and full of joy and, and I want to pursue that and then the afterlife's going to be even better mm. like it's just looking forward to that you mm. know what do you do do you believe in reincarnation like what do you think happens when you do actually pass away well I'd really like to I like the idea of like one life only yes yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, do I gotta do this again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like it's yeah. enough suffering God <laughs> um but yeah, and, and the Christians, you know, actually believe in that. Just you know, yep. during my life. But yep. I've, I've I've investigated a bit more to have a few other ideas. So I think I I think what I tend to think now is that it's our it's our choice whether we want to reincarnate, as you say, to come mm. back for another life. Mm. And and the and the reason that we do it is to learn another lesson for us to get more enlightened until we ultimately become more like a Jesus or a Buddha type figure. For sure, or, or, for sure. Or the, the, the more enlightened we get by learning these our soul lessons the yes. closer we get to the and i think that would be a, like like not even that just learning our soul lessons yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like everyone's is going to be slightly different you know yeah. so it's like there might be people that may not have an elevated consciousness but like that was their soul lessons for this life and yeah. if they tick the box then it's like okay cool no more no more cycles round. yeah interesting one i always <laughs> i i always th but i i believe in reincarnation and yeah. that there's like just a soul journey a soul mission that we're on and like every life we just here to to learn a little bit more mm. or relearn the lessons that we didn't learn from the past life yeah 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 absolutely and when you look at it like that it's it's like a good friend of mine once said uh, when i was going through a hard time he was like instead of looking at the suffering try and look at the gift mm. um and and the gift is what what can i be learning through this what is the lesson i need to uh, i'm being presented with to learn mm and and staying in it and and trying to learn that lesson is is the work you know? yeah yeah for sure as opposed to just being like it's just hurting I like life at the moment you know it's fucking suffering yeah but we choose their own suffering as well and, and it's even perspective like fuck man i'd like even um man these last two months have just been fucking stressful and i realized that the other day is because i've just choosing for it to be stressful right i'm like i'm choosing to perceive what i'm doing for a majority of my time to be a waste of my time so right. every time i go into that situation i'm like fuck this is a waste of time 
and it just brings everything else down in my life but that was just merely from a choice it's like um or, or i felt trapped in it because now's not the right time to leave right because mm, I'm, mm. I'm still trying to find that balance between freedom and and like security stability right. yeah, so yeah, i'm like yeah. right now i'm sacrificing freedom yeah. for stability and like when that landed on me the other day i was like okay fuck, just own that fact yeah right now i'm choosing stability this yeah. is not going to be forever yeah and freedom comes from me actually being a little bit more stable now and as soon yeah. as i fucking made the realization it was just like this huge weight off my shoulder it was like okay, oh cool. absolutely and i can breathe and i think that's that's an amazing realization to have that you can choose to, to suffer for a, a short period of time because through that process you're you're the long-term game is better you know Totally. Um, but then it's about not getting caught in the trap as well yeah like we're like oh fuck it i'll just be stable for another year you yeah, know get yeah. a little bit more money in my bank account then then i'll be free or, or actually not getting caught in the trap of victim mentality like yeah. some, some people like the sympathy they get even from themselves of being like oh just another bad day and it just works so tough and they just they love to complain complain to all their friends and then they then they they treat themselves with a glass of wine and tv yeah, yeah, every night yeah, and, for sure, for and, sure. that, and that becomes their life and, and and but you know what i love about what you're saying is that um is that you know you you you've realized that everything that's happening to you right now is is based on your choice mm. it's just radical ownership you know and and i think that's great and i and i and I've, i look at my life too and it's like i chose everything i try i, I in some indirect way I even chose all the suffering all the mm. things all the times that i've been hurt and mm. and we do we we have whether whether we've we've consciously chosen them or we've or we've done it for more of a soul level before coming into this Someone life, just pushed you over. Yeah. Is that why you fucking broke your shoulder? <laughs> you got the universe to push you down that fucking hill. Oh, right. it's, it's, oh, it's so funny then. And you know, like, because yeah, like you know, I just broke my shoulder and it's been like months of um of not working and and, yeah. and it's physically it's been tough. Mentally it's been a tiny bit tough too because of like not being able to exercise and stuff gets me down. But um, like sometimes I think, why did this happen? And and if I really adopt this idea that we choose everything that happens in life, I'll be like, well, why why did I choose to break my shoulder? Um, obviously, it's an accident, a split thing. But it could be that my soul was, my spirit was was asking for rest. Totally. You know, and mm. it's like you, you're just doing too much. Like mm. I've told I've told you to rest. Mm. You're not doing it, so mm. I'm not going to make it happen. You know. Right, and like that could be really really true because you came back from South America after like going and doing some heavy work and it's like no time for integration yeah, you know, yeah. don't need to jump back right into the world right now <laughs> yeah. they don't need you in that capacity yeah, right now yeah. rubes <laughs> <laughs> nah that's beautiful brother yeah. well man it's um yeah it's been a beautiful conversation um it's been a beautiful journey just to get here it's been a beautiful journey knowing you like mm. i know you have so many stories to tell when it comes to the the the, the epic things we've been up to and the near-death experiences but i mean that just means we'll have to save it for another podcast <laughs> yeah so, so any any funny, um right? any last words brother like how's this experience been for you just having a little, little chin wag and see where it ends up oh it's, it's been amazing i really appreciate it like it's for me um, what they, what I've come to realize is an external processor. So I don't really think about anything mm. un- until I hear it coming out of my mouth, and I'm yes. like, "Oh, that's what I think." So it's, so that's why I like having conversations because it's enlightening for me to to, to hear my the, hear, hear what comes out of my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't think much before I say, speak, um, I, which is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> totally well me and mike talk about it every time it's like we we don't plan the podcast at all we literally just get up and have a theme yeah. or like a thread 
and we'll just pull the thread and see where we go. Yeah. And then and you're just running off whatever comes up. Oh, like you're it. just you're just starting to learn your own internal programming, and then as you say, it's like you're just you're delving into and understanding your own thought process and the way in which you see the world. And like sometimes you come up with some things like fuck, that was intelligent. Where the <laughs> yeah. fuck did that come from? And then somebody say some things, and you're like, God damn it, I tripped over my words then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, no, I appreciate it. It's great. Very enjoyed it. And I'd love to come back and tell those stories. That would be a you, 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 I mean, you, you know them, but you know, there's a, there's a different side of being that isn't like that is, that is a bit mischievous. <laughs> <laughs> totally, that's the cheeky little boy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that likes the wine. He's just it's, like the, the, the he's the daredevil. He's had a few. He's, he's had a few years, but you know, that's, that's the old Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> he's still alive. He's still it's fucking so, alive. That's why he's there's a fucking cage. broken shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you don't bounce as well as you used to. No, no, I don't. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> nah um, beautiful everyone well thank you so much brother thank you for being on here it's been um it's been an awesome conversation actually even just like learning um about you deeper understanding like your views on like religion and god and your upbringing the impact your mum and your dad has had on you and even like the impact that you're having on your kids and the way in which you see the world so it's like it's beautiful brother thank you it's a beautiful you journey appreciate our friendship i appreciate you too brother <laughs> all right everyone thank you guys so much for being here appreciate you guys so so much um so yeah we'll see you guys next week for another podcast easy